What's up, everybody? Welcome to Jiu-Jitsu Radio. I'm pointing at the TV. I thought you were pointing at me. You see, look, 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 look. TV, you. TV, you. That's the difference. This is me. This is TV. This is you. This is me. This is you. Yeah, pretty much. This is me. This is me. This is you. Right. Me, you. Me, Me, you. you. Make the switch. Can you make that switch? What's quick? Go thumb. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us today. Before we get the podcast started, we want to give a big shout out to all of our supporters. And if you're new to the podcast, why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit the little notification bell over there. Ding dong. Click the ding dong. Not that ding dong. The ding dong. So you get the notifications every time we drop some new content or a new episode. Or we do another live stream. Which we kind of did tonight on accident. Well, I mean, if you're going to be a dick about it. Yeah. (laughs) Listen. We've been having a blast putting out tons of new content every week for you guys. So we want to make sure you are following us on the journey. So why don't you go ahead and check us out on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Basically anywhere you can get your podcast, we're on there. Share with your friends. Hit us up. You can follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. You can follow me at Sunder Marketing. And you can just follow us together at Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. And don't forget to check out the website, jujitsuradio.com. Now. We had a blast this past weekend. We're going to talk about it on the episode. We just want to make sure that you know we love our sponsors. So check out Choke Aloha, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., and Giraffe Choke. If you go down to the description below, you get all these cool promo codes that get you the hookup, that homie hookup, 10%, you know, and then some. So if you support them, you support us. Don't forget to check out our merch store, too. We got some some shirts and stuff that everyone keeps on digging. We're going to be working on a little collab on some apparel soon. I forgot to tell you that. You did forget to tell me. So now you know, and knowing's half the battle. New episode starts now. Ding. You can't Niba. <laughs> Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Back in the studio, cheers with your big gulp. Slauncha. The super big gulp. Skull. I missed that, that bar. That was a fun bar. Slauncha. Slauncha? Yeah. Still around, I think. Mm-mm. Oh, no, no, not Slauncha. What's it called? Still around. Brogue. Downtown Lake Worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Slauncha. has not, been it's closed not for years. the Brogue anymore. It's like Australian Brogue or something. Like, it's got a different name. Really? No, Slauncha was, was an awesome place. It was a very, it was a beautiful place. I think what happened was, like, when it first opened up, it was super-duper popular. So it was always packed, and they had bands. And then it slowly started to deteriorate and became, like, the alcoholics bar. So, like, I mean, I I can't think of how many times they, like, I sat outside and watched cars smash into each other in the the parking lot. And then I think they got busted for underage drinking. Like, they were, like, just giving out uh, underage drinking. It's not good. And St. Patty's Day, it would like the 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 mo would be go down to Atlantic Ave, drink the whole day, then 
Uber or take a ride all the way over to Slancha and finish the day there. Slancha was weird because they had really cool like decorative stuff. Yeah. But they also had like really cheap stuff too. Like like certain things were like so awesome, like so awesomely authentic. I like the like the whiskey barrel like tables in the front. Yeah, and like the glass bottle wall. Yeah. And stuff like that. But then there was stuff that was so hey, weird. I get a phone call from Gilbert Burns. See what let me Gil- let me answer him real quick. Mr. Burns, we're live on the podcast. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could throw you on the podcast, but I didn't know if you wanted to call up and curse me out or nothing. No, I mean, if you want, I'll put you up on speaker. All right, all right. Can- yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're live now, Mr. Burns. Just calling you, letting you know that uh, September 14th, not this, supposed to be this Sunday, but uh, this Monday, this upcoming Monday, but I remember uh, it's a Labor Day. Yeah. So on the next Monday, we're starting the BJJ, Burns BJJ, and same for MMA. Nice, man. To come. Yep. We're starting. Congratulations. I know that's been like a... A plan of yours for for some time that you've been working on. Yeah, we've been working on hard, and then the COVID came, and then we kind of stopped for a little bit. And then I just got good meetings with the guys from CM4 today, and uh, everything everything went good. And we're starting next, not next, no, just a couple more days. Last two weeks we start. Nice man, I'll be there. You can you can count me in. I'll be there. Yeah, so it's gonna be geek class six thirty to seven thirty Monday, Wednesday, Friday beginners, and a seven thirty to eight thirty advanced class. So we starting right now Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and uh, as soon as the you know the we're going to the next phase that we I hope we very very soon with the COVID, we starting everyday class. But as of right now, as of right now, that's how we're gonna start it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Count me in. I'll be there. Come check it out. I'll uh, let me go do the podcast, but I'll uh, I'll hit you up uh, either tonight when we're done or tomorrow and uh, and get some more details and see what's up. Awesome, brother. Tell tell Bruna that that she can eat food now. I will. <laughs> All right, man. I'll catch you later. Bye. That's a good way to start the podcast. What now? Breaking news. I missed the breaking news. So the breaking news is that they're going to be starting Burns BJJ out of Samford MMA. Really? Yeah. So, um, spoiler alert, uh, Gilbert has been wanting to to have his own academy for for quite some time now. Him and I talked about this like years and years ago. Like, obviously, that would be his goal. Um, So he was always plotting and you know trying to set himself up financially to to take the next step to take to the next step so so now the fact that he's going to be doing um jiu-jitsu out of the professional mma gym too so it's that's a that's a huge opportunity for for people that want to start jiu-jitsu but also for people that want to really get into an mma i don't career. know where the new sanford mma deerfield <clears throat> i don't know exactly what street i can't i can't tell you but i know it's in uh it's yeah. in deerfield it's a it's very um Henry Hoof make sure that it is a very much a private spot for them to train and not a kind of willy-nilly anybody can come in. And even with this, so the fact that he even is doing this means that they, they probably have a very good 
set up to where it's secluded from the pros and he's going to have like a pro section too. Well, I, I doubt the pros are training that late. Oh, you'd be surprised. I mean, we've got no, no, like, like pros that come in. Right, right. But what I'm saying is they're probably at that, at that time, they're done with their last practice. Oh, they're done by like two. Yeah. So like anybody that comes in after that is like getting individual instruction or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but like the main classes, those are done by then, so it's no big deal. Yeah, it's no big awesome. whoop. It's no big whoop. No big whoop. Want to fight about it? So yeah, congratulations to to Gilbert. So the fourteenth, I guess he said. So breaking news: you're not gonna get there, get that anywhere else but here. Speaking of burns, BJJ, did I just break something? No, it just. Did kinda, you see that flash? Yeah, I, I did creepy. see it. Oh man, I got that powder power. <laughs> Shout out to Sean Patrick Flannery. Shout out. Um, yeah. How crazy was that event this weekend? So fun. I had I had a blast. I was exhausted. I don't know I'm about you. Still, I was exhausted. Today I was telling my guys about the um the I don't even know how to explain it. I guess the slide slap of doom. Oh, the drop knee slap. <clears throat> it was so. It was it's so like, good. dude, that is how you. Did you see Yap tagged us in his? Yeah, about yeah, mustard, mustard on it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's like that was a beautiful like strategy, strategy, but not like an interpretation of the rules. Yeah. And I, I told my guys, I said, this is why it's important to ver- to understand the rules of the game you're playing or yeah. or the sport you're in. You know, it's funny though is I forget where I saw it, but I did see that before in a different format, which was. It was a guard puller. It just sat there. So when you're stuck in that position of just sitting down, looking up at your opponent, bam, they would get that first shot in. Yeah. But, so, this, but this was an, an aggressive attack. So it's uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, when you're first, uh, I guess, attack. I can't think of it. Uh, initial salvo? I don't know. Initial salvo? No. It was That's an aggressive. <laughs> it was the, the being the aggressor. It was yeah. a good tactic to be the aggressor. So even if you got into the overtime, during regular time, you were putting in more of the action, especially when it comes to combat jujitsu. Yeah, and it was it was just, and it was so powerful because it, a, it, it had that, that moment, that <laughs> overhand, like it was like hitting somebody with an overhand right, but it's a slap. It's almost like coming in for like. A slip drop down to like a hook because he's just coming in. Wow. And I'm wondering, could you do that with a punch and would it be powerful enough to kind of knock somebody loopy? Like in an MMA fight? Yeah. I mean, I for sure you could. You, do you know what it kind of reminds me of? Uh, you know that one Capoeira kick? Which where one? Like, where like you kind of do like a. Um, it's all on that your hands are on the ground mm-hmm. and you there's like a fling of the one foot. I mean there's a there's a couple of them you could do the But it's 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 the one that they use to be one of the most powerful it the one that won the most powerful kick. That is um on it's almost fight it's, science. It's almost like a, a mealua which is like half moon. So with that one that's the one you always see where like even Connor does it where he like turns he puts his hand on the mat and it's a spinning heel kick. But then they do the other one, which is it's basically just like a roundhouse kick. Yeah. But, but you spring down to pop up. So you're actually getting the full force. And the guy that 
that you're talking about, I want to say was Latif Crowder. He was trains, a big black dude with dreads. Yeah, he trains up in Orlando. I I trained with him a couple of times. He's he's legit, but he's also uh he also does like stunt work. I think he was in like an Ong Bak movie. Um, so but he's like that kick is legit. Right. And, that but that's what that punch or that slap reminded me of. I can see why because of the tactic of it, but he didn't. He didn't spring. It kind of like he just dropped to get the three points of contact for the slap. But he, if he, he would have ducked down to come up while keeping the three points. But he used that duck to the bring the overhand. The duck to bring the overhand. So yeah. it was like. It's a good change of angles because you're so busy looking down thinking that it's going to be a double it leg. It landed every just, time he threw it. Yeah. That's what makes it so weird. Well, it makes because sense. It makes sense. It, yeah. Because you're focused on. Oh shit! I got to sprawl, or I got to get out of the way. And you're not thinking about that. Yeah, that <laughs> slap. Because you're looking down. You're Everything looking is down. looking down. And it's funny. I think he's got to finish working on the follow through because the like he would sl- drop, slap, go for the takedown, get the takedown, but then he would get reversed. Because well, he got I, reversed he twice. I, yeah, but I don't know if if he did that off the actual slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one he didn't. And then we're gonna we're gonna actually make a highlight reel, but the I want to say the second and like third or fourth one, he went for the slap to the takedown. And I was like, I was telling Calvin and Jacob, I was like, yeah. dude, we had to st- the whole the whole event stopped for a second. It was like, oh, that's when the crowd is went that absolutely legal? Nuts. <laughs> is yeah. that legal? Well, they <laughs> stopped. They're like, you know, you can't do that. Like you, you yes, sure you can. You can do that. That's three points of contact. Listen, when even the the. CJJ like the EBI CJJ champion stops to be like, are you allowed to do that? And we were like Professor Marcelo Cohen. He was like, yeah, you can do that, man. <laughs> it's legit. He had three points. So, and I don't think it was really him arguing. It was the fact that so many people were arguing that he had to stop and say like, no, it's legit. Is and I don't legit? even know if anybody was arguing. I think everybody was just like, no, no, it was everybody like, was like, are you that legal? Yeah. <laughs> like everybody was just questioning. Listen, man, because it was a it was, shout out to it was it Chris. Was no. it who was it? I forget his name. I thought it was Chris. No, Chris, Crawford. Chris Crawford. It was like Chris Daniels or something. Daniels. Might, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Daniels. Right. Um, we'll have to I'll have to go back and look at it. I don't have the sheet with me anymore. But either way, that was a good uh, that was a great match. Um and then the the thing that I was talking about the whole next day was that either Yuri against Danny Colazzo or Yuri against Chris Dempsey. Because that, what'd you call it? The Rings of Saturn? The Rings of Saturn. Right? The Rings of Saturn or the, I still say it was like a, a full Nelson mixed with a, with a crucifix. Yeah, um, but you do the full Nelson from the back. That's, yeah, but that's what, what makes I'm saying. It, that's what makes it weird. Like I don't know if like let me like I don't know if I can find a picture of I the see. Rings of Saturn. Maybe yeah. yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh Rings of Saturn. WWE. Yeah, dude. In, yeah, put WWE. Of oh, oh my gosh, I can't type in this angle. I forgot we got the we got the computer. Yeah. Neville Rings of Saturn in red. So I can't do an image. Go to images. Yeah, let me see. I don't want to pull the video up. Uh, let me pull this up. If I can bring this up. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Come on, Reddit. You're killing me. No, it's doing the, the video. Uh, let's do. I just want to see the image, guys. 
come on. Uh, maybe this one? No, I can't see it really there. That's not it. I think you may be incorrect. I don't think it was the Rings of Saturn. Um, that's not ring. If, no, no. There's this one. That's what that's not it. Let's see. Let me do the video, and I'll do the just a still shot of it. So that should that should work, right? Mm. Neville, Rings of Saturn. Now do Perry, Perry Saturn, Rings of Saturn, because Neville didn't really. Yeah, that's not it. All right. So would you say Perry? Yeah. Perry Rings of Saturn, WWE. Uh, Perry Saturn finish it. Rings of Saturn. Let me see. Maybe. Let's see if this one will be it. It doesn't look That's like it. That's not it. That's not it. He's tapping to it. Whatever it is. Yeah, you might no. It's kind no, of that's like not, it. that's not it. That's not it. That's not. The well, you know what, buddy? You need to sit there and figure it out then, because that's what's coming up when I type in Rings of Saturn. So, I think the other <coughs> the think, other thing would be uh, um, cattle mutilate. Put in this. This one? No, no. Put in cattle mutilation. Brian Danielson. That's the. That's what they call the Rings of Saturn. Yeah. No. Do do. Um, Cattle mutilation. Cattle mutilation. Brian Danielson. I don't. I don't know if this is going to be YouTube appropriate. Daniel Bryan puts the Miz in his cattle mutilation submission. Um. Let's see. That's not it. That's uh, not it. That's not it. That's not it. Keep going. That's not Brian Danielson. There it is. I guess that's similar. That's similar. Kind to of. It. Let me see. I'll put it up on the big screen. Uh, if I can get this to blow up, I forgot for a second. PD was here. I guess that kind of looks like it. A little bit, maybe. Um, but from well, the in front. like in reverse, yeah, in from reverse. The front. So, yeah, I, I, I'll give you a half a point. I'll give you a half a point for for that comparison. Um, I wonder, like, because uh, technically I can, it's our video, so I can't pull it up. So maybe I can try and pull it up and we can, uh, we can look at it. So I'll have to check it as we continue. Um, yeah, but to me, those, those were like the, the best moments throughout the, uh, throughout the matches and stuff. Um, just because of the severity of the submission attempt. And just really seen. There we go. So here's the submission. That's not the one he tapped to. No, this is the submission, though, that we're talking about. Yeah. In comparison. So you see that he had. That's why I was saying it's like. So if, it's if, like a full Nelson, right? Because he has double under to push the head but, forward. And then. So like if he if if if. Uh, Dempsey got on his head and did like a bridge. Mm -hmm. It would be cattle mutilation. Right. So man, the fact that Yuri held on. Let's let's play. Dude, this, his this, uh, that was like that so, was the worst neck crank I've ever seen. Yeah, and then like there was a pop. There was definitely a pop on that one. And uh, when I went to go and talk to Yuri afterwards, I'm like, you you know you're gonna feel that tomorrow. He's like, yeah, man, I'm feeling it now. And he went like this to show me his neck. 
and it was just just swollen. It was already like swollen. Yeah, and, and look at now he's going. Now Dempsey went for a cravat on him. Yeah, like that that prying cravat. It's like you know what though. Like I give Chris Dempsey credit, man, for being like a UFC veteran and stuff. And I was sitting there and just looking like, man. There's a lot of submissions that he went for. I didn't know he was fighting yeah, the UFC. Yeah, he was in the he was in the UFC. That's why the name might have sounded familiar, because he fought uh, in the in the UFC. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Um, so that's why you don't recognize him because he had short hair when he was in the UFC. Um, so I'll tell you. I don't think he he was in there for long. Uh, UFC, how many fights did he have? He had one, two, three, four fights in the UFC uh, against Ilir Latifi, Eddie Gordon, Jonathan Wilson, and Scott Ashcomb. So the Ilir Latifi fight definitely did not go his way because he lost by knockout in two minutes and seven seconds. But, I mean, he's got legit submissions, yeah. man, and he kept on going for the for the Japanese necktie. What, what, is, what weight does he fight? Um, the last fight he had was 2017 and that was for Bellator. And let me see, what's his weight class? 205. Light heavyweight and middleweight. So I'm assuming wow. he was at light heavyweight. He was definitely, listen, he definitely wasn't a light heavyweight there. He had to be 220. He did tell me, no, he said. Like 250. He looked more like 215. I think he, I want to say he said like 205, 210. Yeah. He said that was his weight that day, which still like he's, a, that's a dense man right there. So, um, yeah, that was good. I, I think my highlight still is watching Chris Crawford getting double leg blasted by Mike Bruno because he was too busy looking at the clock. That like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I don't know why you're looking at the clock, bro. You don't look at the <laughs> he, clock. He, and what was funny is, is he's like, and he, he, uh, he, he says, that was my, he goes, I made the mistake. And like, I talked to him afterwards. But so many people do that. And like, listen, if you want to look at the clock, fine. But you better be like a good 15 feet back. You're not going to be, you know, double leg like distance away while sitting there looking at the at the clock. I mean, that's just me. Yeah, I don't look. Or, at, I don't care about a clock. I think the only time I'll sit there looking at clock is when you know you have the dominant position. Yes, exactly. And you're holding on, and you're like counting the time. Like, okay, if dude. you're in side control or mount, or you got a back. And even even if you have a back though, you really don't want to. You don't want to sit there and get tranced right. by the by. You could glance at it and see how much time there is. Do you remember a time when you were competing? Do and you remember the time? Uh, do you do you remember a specific moment in time when you were competing, and you looked at the clock, turned away, and looked at the clock again? Like you could have sworn it already been like four minutes past, but it's like five seconds. No. You don't have that's never happened to no, you? No, no. I no, not <clears throat> I don't worry about the clock at all. The only time I have ever looked at the clock was Is that at, Gonzaga match. No, not even. <laughs> well, yeah, I, actually I did look at there yeah. because I was under 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 side control for so long. Um <clears throat> was in Orlando uh when we did the Orlando Open. Did last year? Last year. And was it last year or the beginning of this year? No, last no, year. Last, last year, year already. And I got the side control. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, I think I was up an advantage. Mm. I think it was 0-0. Uh, I was up an advantage. Yes, because you, you guys were scrambling a little bit 
on the lapels and he took you down or you like you were no. down on your back and you were like scrambling to get up. You no, guys no, no, were no. pushing back and forth for a while. Yeah. It w- however, it ended. I got up into side control. Yeah. And I looked at the clock and I knew I was up one advantage and I yeah. don't remember what for. Um, and I looked at I think we got called for stalling or. You got called for stalling when you guys were were pushing back and forth. Right. Yeah. And I think he got I I got an advantage because he kept stalling more than me. So, however it happened, we ended up on the ground because I think I went for a takedown. Yeah. I went I went for a shot. Yeah. Um, we scrambled. I ended up on top. And I still I, have the video somewhere. I never got to edit it. I never saw it. Yeah. And I mean, then I got I I got into side control and I looked up at the clock. And I saw that there was like a minute left or some time. I can't remember how much. And I'm like, well, I might as well get some points. So I went and got up to neon belly and made sure I got two more points. I was like, okay, I got that. And then I got down into side control and started looking for the. um... So total side note, I've been totally screwing up. And we've been live streaming instead of recording. So it's a good either way. Whatever. Yeah, that's all good. It's fun, actually. Um, Keep going. Um. And I, I got the two points and then I start, once I got the two points and I was up two points in an advantage. Yeah. Then I just started hunting for the submission again and then the clock went off. Right. So. Because I remember that one and I know I have the I have it on video. The. Was it that one? No, Miami. No, I'm sorry. I take that back because I'm the one to ask the, the freaking question. I don't know why I forgot. When we did that Abu Dhabi or like the BJJ tour, I think it was the BJJ tour in Orlando last year. It was like my last or it was my second to last um, matches of blue belt. And I had to go up against that judo black belt guy. And I remember just really just I was pushing hard, hard, hard. And I I was the last time I tried cutting weight, but I was just gassing i was gassing so hard and i was like holding on i was trying really hard to keep control and then i remember looking at the clock i'm like okay cool got it and scramble 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 things kept going and i'm thinking okay i'm back on like dominant position now like that had to be like two minutes worth of time i look and it was like 30 seconds it's like, I was dying. I was like, no, no, no. And the problem with that tournament was when you sign up, they told you no matter what happens or how many people you have in your bracket or in your division, you have at least two matches. And if you only have one person, you guys are going to compete twice. What happens if you both win one? Then you would go for the third one. What's this guy doing? He's like scratching his butt on the box. That's funny. No, he's just trying to stand up. Um, So I remember like, like, Going and going and going and just being so done afterwards. And then I remember just kept looking and looking. We were both waiting and I'm thinking like, oh, crap, we're going to have to go again. And I I know I worked hard, but he looks pretty fresh compared. And then finally this girl came up. She's like, are you guys done? I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, you guys are done. Go get your medal. I'm like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, are you telling me I don't have to go again? She's like, yeah. I was like, you sure? Because I only had one match and it says we have to go twice. She's like, no, no, no. It's only it's single. And I just felt this wave of just release of, like, stress. That I'm like, oh, thank God that I only had to go. And then I gave pounds to everybody. Oh, good match, good match. I'm out. And I just took off. I I pulled that Derek Fisher, like, just take the medal and run. But 
Yeah, until they make them because you don't want them to re- change their mind. Change their minds and uh-huh. and, and they tried too. That's the best part is that they started looking for us again, and at that point we had already gotten our medals. They're like, uh, I think you guys have to go again. I'm like, nope, got my medal. <laughs> Matches are done. Sorry, sorry, you messed up, buddy. We got Petey back in the house for the first time in a in a while. I think he hasn't been here in close to a year. And he's getting a little grayer around the face. He looks almost like a like a Disney character. Yeah, he's my boy. How uh, how's he been doing? He's been doing good. We uh, he gets these shots now. Yeah. And it, I don't know why humans can't get this, but what it's supposed to do? It's supposed to help rebuild the car, either rebuild the cartilage or re um, lubricate the joints. Mm. And I had to give it to him three weeks in a row, mm-hmm. and then. Um, and you don't know what it is that he was giving I forget him? what it is. I can find out. But I had to give it to him three weeks in a row, and now he just gets it at once a month. Because he's looking like he's itching to get over here. Um, yeah, I've never heard of something like that for, like, a dog. I, if anything, they probably are just giving Actually, him, like, I, a... I, I know what it is. They're probably giving him some kind of, like, antihistamine or whatever, or anti-inflammatory. Nope, I'll tell you what it is. Man. Is Petey's been around for a minute, right, buddy? You got to deal with this goofball. Uh, it is either called Galaprant or Adequan. How do you spell that? Adequan. Um, Galaprant, G A L L I P R A N T. I P R I N T. A N T. A N T. Galaprant dose for dogs. Uh, what is this stuff? Osteoarthritis pain relief for dogs. And if it's not that, it's the yeah. adequan intramuscular. It sounds like it's more like that. How do you spell it? A D E Q U A N. Adequan for dogs. I never heard of this. Um. Proactively treat the disease and not just the signs of canine osteoarthritis with adequan. Um, how does it work? Intramuscularly to ensure it reaches the critical parts of the joint. It goes to work in the joint in about two hours and stays in the joint for about three days. And you give it to him once a week? No, that's not it. Then we're giving him the Galaprant. And it's injected. It's an you injection. don't even know what kind of drugs you're giving this No, I just, I just listen to the vet. They gave me the drugs. We give them the give them the meds. Yeah, I've uh, we've been having to do that with uh, with Zelda too lately. Like she was she was in pretty rough shape a couple of weeks ago, and um, she was hurting months ago. She got better, and like the she got pancreatitis or pancreatitis. I forget what it's called, but basically like she can't eat anything uh, that's like fatty, like or so. Yeah, it's like she can't get any kind of snacks. She can't, like, I have to fight her for the scraps. That, like, she can't even touch the tiniest little scraps on the floor or she'll start throwing up. So she's she's been in pretty rough shape. She's better now. But if, like, let's say you dropped a piece of, like, cheese by accident, if she does that, she's done. She could, like, be dead by morning. So it's pretty crazy. But meanwhile, she's trying to eat everything she could find. So I had a wrapper of um, Klondike Bar. Like, just a chocolate Klondike bar. Finished it. I just had it off to the side, like, on the table. What'd you do for it? Nothing. Nothing. But I wish I hadn't had it to begin with because it sucked. But all of a sudden, I just hear, I'm like, what the hell is she doing? Mind you, she used to chew gum. My dog chewed gum, like, 
a human being chews gum. That's what she would do. And so I'm hearing that. It's like, where does she get gum from? She hasn't done it forever. And I look, and it's the freaking Klondike bar. Like, do you want to die? Klondike bar or ice cream sandwich? Ice cream sandwich. Yes, 100%. Every time. You know what's an amazing ice cream sandwich? Tell me. The, uh, the, that fat boy one. You ever have had those? It's like triple the size of a regular ice cream sandwich. It's definitely a fat ass, like, people sandwich. But it's like this thick, like this wide. If the, not the M&M's. Well, see, that's, I, I think that's too thick. Because I, I, what I like about ice, most ice cream sandwiches. Snacks. It's like, well, it's like, it's just like, it's got to have the right, it's like a donut, right? Right. A donut, a huge donut. Like, remember Nani's Donuts? Yeah. Problem with Nani's Donuts is. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with Nani's Donuts were they were huge. Too much. And, and but there wasn't enough topping to dough ratio. Right. And with the sandwich you're talking about, the Fat Boy, there's too much ice cream, not enough of the chocolate. No, that's, it's pretty good. It's pretty. Best ice cream sandwich I've ever had was in New Jersey on the boardwalk. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't one place. There was multiple places that made it. But what they would do is they would make a fresh, hot waffle. Actually, they would make two fresh and hot waffles. And then they wrap it around the... Then they would take a brick, like a small brick, not a big brick, but like an ice cream sandwich-sized brick uh-huh. of Neapolitan. Uh-huh. Slap it between the two hot waffles uh-huh. and then sprinkle it with powdered sugar. So, like, diabetes on the boardwalk? I mean, it's no different than an ice cream sandwich. Um, what do you mean it's no different? It's, like, five times different. Well, how's it different? With a waffle, sprinkles, and all the other stuff you threw on there? Listen, a basic sheet of graham cracker chocolate, some ice cream, another graham cracker chocolate. That's all you need. That's all you need to live in life. I never understood people that had ice cream sandwiches that started to melt. Like, how do you hold it that <laughs> how, long that it melts? How, you, how are you holding it that long that it starts melting? You need to eat that shit and eat it quick. Yeah, I, I never understood that. I think, to this day, the most epic ice cream I ever had was down in Argentina. Did I ever tell you this? I got a new Argentina kid at, at my school. Oh, yeah? For more part. I didn't ask him. I don't know Argentina. <laughs> No, it was, uh, we were in uh, Buenos Aires and uh, in the mall, like they come and like serve you food. It's definitely completely different than the U.S. But we went to an ice cream shop and I ordered, probably the cone was about this size, like the waffle cone itself. So they're just pouring stuff on. And next thing I know, the guy goes and he dips it in a vat of chocolate and then just comes out. So it was like a double cone. So when I tell you the ice cream cone was from here to here, it was... Cone, ice cream, chocolate-like cone, like, on top of that. Do you know what I think of when I hear Buenos Aires? What? Starship Troopers. Yeah. That's a classic movie. It's such a good movie. That's where that's where Rico and all them were from. Yeah. And it got destroyed in a bug... A bug a attack? Bug attack. Which is really poop. I can't believe there's still people that have never seen that movie. People our age that have never seen that it's, movie. It's funny. It's one of those movies that was campy, but campy for a oh, but reason. But it was, yeah, it was on purpose, though. It was and 100% I thought it purpose. was a great, and most people who I know have seen Star Trip, Starship Troopers enjoy Starship Troopers. They had a, um, a CGI, like, cartoon series that followed after the movie that was actually pretty good, too. Yeah, I saw one that was, like, a uh, Japanese animation 
Yeah. That was like a serious. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty cool. Speaking of which, I meant to tell you, you need to go on YouTube and look up the Wizard of Aus or A-U-S. Have you seen it? No. You have to go and Google it. It is basically like an Australian wizard or Australian TV show where like a wizard is like, I'm done. I'm done with this, like fighting battles and dragons and stuff. He's like, I'm, I'm moving. So he moves to Australia in like a portal and then he gets there and completely screws everything up. So like he stops time and space and gravity like randomly. He just screws everything up. So he's like, I'm just here. I want to be like everybody else. I don't want to like cause any problems. And then out of nowhere, his like arch nemesis shows up. He's like, oh, yeah, I moved next door, buddy. He's like, by the way, I just turned all your water to snakes. Fuck you. <laughs> he's like gardening the grass. So you just see snakes come up. It's super cheesy and corny, but it's it's literally is it a cartoon or is it? A, no, no, it's live, live action. action. So it's very like Lord of the Rings meets South Park ish kind yeah. of thing. So it's it's hilarious, man. But I meant to tell you to check it out. I because I, I watched. So Sunday after I got home mm. and Monday night, I binged. Both seasons of uh, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. I couldn't get into it. I watched. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite it. show that I've seen in a while. I watched the first two episodes of season. Yeah, because they were free. Oh, of seasons. You got to yeah. watch, dude. It is so nostalgic. It is so well done. If you watch it from the beginning, mm. watch it from the be- give it a shot from episode one yeah. of season one. Give it the first four episodes. Right, they're thirty minute episodes, so right. it's like two. It's Watching, you know, watching one or watching those four will be like watching a, a movie or whatever. Right. But I was like so hooked. I loved how Johnny was like. Just like an alcoholic. Alcoholic <laughs> loser. And all because of what happened. Because he got his ass kicked. Dude, at that it was tournament. so. But the, the story is so well done. Because, you know, I think D- it, like, Daniel LaRusso's in it. And it's like it's like. Watching the dichotomy of these guys navigate life as adults. Is it me or does it is it weird how different he looks compared to what he used to look like? Who, Ralph Macchio? Yeah. He doesn't look that much different. He looks extremely different. Like he definitely had a couple of facelifts to try and keep that youthful look. No, I don't think he's ever had any facelifts. Uh, I just think sure. no, no, or no. he's got Botox for sure. No, I Botox. don't even think that. I just because that was his whole thing when he did Karate. He always Kid, looked young. That was he, his thing. Yeah, like when he did Karate Kid, he was playing he was like a fourteen-year-old. He was almost thirty. Yeah. So it's just he's got a young. Well, look. even when he did Crossroads, is he's supposed to be this college, high school kind of kid. But he's forty, you know. But and and what else did he, my cousin Vinny? Yeah, you know he he looked like a young kid, but he was you know he's you know who I did get to meet, um, that was as L.A. as you could possibly be, just Hollywood, way too Hollywood for the lack of career. Was the the original Cobra Kai sensei? I forget his name, something with an M. Martin Cove. Martin Cove. So I met him. I actually met him at the karate combat. He showed up because obviously he's karate, whatever. You got to get Martin Cove out there. This man showed up looking like he was straight from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. He had the, the, just that marching band. He had the, the marching band peacoat like jacket with like the, with red 
squared shoulders, like 30, 50 buttons on the front, and just white pants. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And then I see his face. I was like, holy shit, what are you doing here? Sensei Crease. I was like, bro. You might want to let it go. It's been a while since you've been out there. But I think he he still has a career doing, like, voiceover acting well, and stuff. He was in Cobra Kai. Yeah, okay. On Netflix, good for you. But, like, in the last 30 years. Dude, Cobra Kai is the most watched show right now because they went now, to Netflix. Yeah, now on Netflix. Cool, because he got picked up from a YouTube channel. That's that's not saying, like, it it's a new a Game of, of Thrones. It got a lot of fan, fanfare on YouTube. No, it definitely got a lot of fanfare. I'm saying it's not the it's not the new Game of Thrones or nothing. No, I'm not, not, I'm not knocking it. It was just... But, but I just, that's a lot I, of Hollywood for an old guy. For sure. I think the... I honestly think the storyline is good to the point where it didn't deserve to be campy. But if they didn't make it campy... Then it, I don't think it would be as popular as it is. Well, that's the whole thing. Is is they've got a weird mixture of comedy, drama, yeah, uh, romance, almost almost like '80s sitcomish too. Yeah, it's like it's it's like it's, it's like watching Family Matters. It's a mix of a lot of stuff, but yeah. there is some serious uh, tones to it. Like whatever happened to that guy from? Was it Step by Step? Which one was it that had like the whole family and had the, the, uh, it was like the new version of uh, the Brady Bunch. Well, there was Valerie. Right. Am I thinking step by step? I'm yeah, pretty the sure. one with that they brought uh, Cody at the end. Yeah, right. Is it step by step? Yeah. So they had the one dude, this guy, that was like a total like dummy. He was supposed to be like Cody, Bill and yeah. Ted, like Bill and Tedish. He was in the kickboxer movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had his own kickboxer movie where he like he was badass. He could do everything blind, kind of thing. Yeah, I wonder whatever happened to that guy. Is he still alive? I don't know, but I know Let's what's his out. name. So the you know the the hunk in um, the hunk. <laughs> I don't know the hunk. The hunk in Sixteen Candles, Jake. Sasha Mitchell. That's what his yeah, name is. Yeah, Sasha Mitchell. Yeah, that dude hasn't. He did an episode of NYPD Blue in 2005, and that was it. That was the end. Oh, Jesus, man. That guy really didn't do crap in his. Dude, oh, I guess that's just television. So, um, Ooh, the guy man. that played. Uh, 53. Jake something in. I can't remember his name in 16 Candles, but he was also the best friend in Vision Quest. Oh, I thought he was yeah, an yeah. Indian. Yeah, yeah. Um, that dude just turned 60. Shut up. Yeah, he quit Hollywood a long time ago to build furniture. Hey, listen, man, more power to you. Yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford did it the other way around. He was a carpenter, then became a movie star. Now he's just going see now, trying to crash airplanes. You know, he almost like crashed. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he almost smashed. Broke his, a le- like, I don't know if he broke anything in that. He broke his, no, he almost broke smashed. Broke his leg in, in Star Wars. Yeah, he almost smashed into a 747. It was about to take off from LAX. <laughs> He's crazy. He doesn't care. He's like, he gets on the radio. Like, there's, you can hear it. You can find the audio. He's like, what the hell is that plane doing there? Tell him to watch out. <laughs> He's like, he does not give a shit. It's hilarious, man. Um, I finally finished the, the boys. 
I'm really looking forward. New season starts yeah, tomorrow. To starts tomorrow, dude. Like that's that was really really good. I'm really. Were you were you surprised at the I end? I saw the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? I just watched the trailer yeah. like uh, an hour or so ago. Yeah, yeah. The trailer's been out for a while. Yeah, no, no. They had like a new one out where it kind of shows more of what's happening in season two. I don't know. I don't know. I've I've watched a few of them, but were you surprised at the ending of season two? I wasn't. I wasn't. Because that's not what it was in the in the books. Yeah, I read that too. That they changed a lot of stuff. Like they changed a lot of stuff. They seem like people were okay with the changes that they were that they made. Um, and it's like it's almost like in. I guess can I guess can we say spoilers on this one? I wouldn't. Yeah, I would say just watch it. Just go watch it. It's definitely worth it. But but and I don't binge too like much. Like Homelander in this. Yeah, it's almost like he works his way around. To, he's like everybody's been trying to screw him over, and he played everybody. So it's kind of like. Uh, he's kind of not wrong. He's doing a lot of. I mean, granted, the whole terrorist thing is a little pushing it, but he's he's not wrong. You know what? I still gotta watch that. Um, that what is it? Red Sun or whatever the one where they make. Um, there's two. I gotta watch where Superman lands in Russia instead of the U.S. And then the one where it's like where he's evil, where he's Brightburn? the king. Brightburn. That's what Dude, it is. That was I gotta awesome. watch that. I still there's Brightburn tons of movies. was awesome. Yeah, there's a bunch of movies I got to watch. All right, let's get back into jujitsu though, because there's actually some cool stuff that I did want to bring up. Most importantly, there's an event this weekend called BJJ Bet. Did you hear about it? I, something small. I did see something about it, but I didn't. Well, you probably saw something because you went to go train at Wagner's, and he's going to be in it. So it's a pay-per-view event uh i think they're doing it in brazil i'm 99 sure it's in brazil but it's a pretty decent card man uh like i'll tell you right now so here's what i got and i think we're we're gonna take bets because it's been a while since we've taken um some bets on uh on matches so you got cyborg versus kanan duarte which is kind of surprising since they train together but more power to them that's going to be a good match Gregor Gracie against Izake Bayens, Bayens, never heard of him. Uh, Isaac, I guess. Chandra Ribeiro against Wagner Rocha, which that's going to be a good match. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, and this is what I thought was funny. So when you go down the bracket and you see each matches, right? So it'll tell you kimono, no gi, whatever, and then it says old school. <laughs> it just said old school. Vander Braga against Marco Barbosa. So it's like, you guys just literally just call these people old in part of your event. And it's like, kimono, kimono, nogi, old school. What like, does old school mean? Though? It's just that. It's just old school guys that are going to compete because yeah, like, they're older. So it's not, but are we doing gi or are we doing it's no gi? gi? It's gi. Are they going to be wearing a couple of sungas and, and pretend they're on the beach? I don't know, man. But I just thought it was hilarious that... It just said old school, like randomly old school. Who does that? What sense does that make? But but it still looks like a good match. Then you got Herbert Santos against Felipe Pena, which I'm looking forward to see it. I know Felipe like had like a, a knee injury or something like that. Um, and then Nicholas Mirigali against Leandro Lowe. So altogether, no, that's, that's a pretty good yeah. card. And that's like there's a bunch of matches that I didn't um, include in this. Because they were like well, less Jasmine known ba people. Wagner's daughter is going to have a match. I know where on that BJJ. on BJJ. I, they might have added it because I didn't even I didn't see that. Um, let's see BJJBet.com. 
By is the, the w- website if you're l- interested in it. So check this out, right? So Nogi. Can we put this on the big board or no? Yeah, why not? Let's do that. So here we have, let me zoom in so maybe it's a little bit more. There we go. So, yeah, so look. So you see you got fights, Nogi, Cyborg, Duarte, 95 plus kilos, Gregor Gracie, Wagner, and then old school. (laughs) It's just like, okay, Marco Barbosa, like, so it's going to be like, that's going to be a good match. Um, And then Kimono, Herbert Santos against Felipe Pena. So it's going to be like Pregucia. So it's, man, I think it's going to be a good match. You know what's funny is after we did the... um, This is going to be good. Miragali against Low in open class. So it's like no weight cutting, just go. What, um... So I read something that um, somebody posted online that said that Yara Suarez could probably take on Gabby Garcia and win. I have never seen her compete, so but it'd be cool to see. Um, go back up, slide. So who? But Mario Batetti, when we did that. Uh huh. So what's cool about the old school guys is you will see stuff that you like. These guys know stuff that people forgot about. Forgot about. Yeah. And and it's so simple, it's almost magical. Yeah, but you know what? You're not gonna see it. You're you're gonna see it at a seminar, but you're not gonna see them do it at, in a tournament. What this is gonna this is gonna be is, it'll probably be someone pulling guard, and then it'll be a little bit of a a De La Hiva, like guard game to half guard, and that's about it. I highly doubt that they're gonna do any kind of, um, fancy spider guard, jump guard. Maybe a little bit of judo, maybe basic like like trip or something like that, and that's not knocking them by any means. But again, that's just me uh, assuming, right? Uh, and then let's see, we got Diego Pato. I don't know these guys. Uh, I don't know these guys. I definitely don't know these guys. Oh yeah, and then Felipe Porto from uh, Fight, Fight Sports. Sports. Uh, against Michael Galvao, this uh, this should be a good match. This is a good match for Felipe. Is like I've watched Felipe compete for a good couple of years now. I think he definitely should be a higher belt than what he is, and he he's puts a in pur- a lot of work. He's a purple belt. He 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 needs to be like black already, but he, you know, yeah. I think he might have gone up to a brown. He might be brown, but last time I saw him compete, he was purple. Yeah, so it's uh, it looks like it's gonna be pretty good. I mean, it, I don't know anything more about this. I think it's just gonna be a really good event. This dog just ripped one. You heard that? Yeah, this dog just beefed one in the studio. This is gonna be bad, but uh, but yeah, this looked like a pretty good match, uh, or a pretty good event to me. Where's uh, that? Can you sh- show us where? It's I don't think it. It's I don't even says it's on pay per view. So I think it's gonna be uh, just pay per view. I don't think there's gonna be uh, any um any spectators to this one so it should be pretty good for 15 bucks you know yeah it's not bad i mean yeah it's uh so we'll see oh Who knows? i saw ryan said they're doing their last kumite is there, are there just the last kumite i think or no i think it was the last kumite in that venue uh in houston i think they're gonna be moving it to austin and they're not just not gonna make it as often i think 
Uh, I know that he, they're really pushing on doing more kids events and and doing a bunch of different stuff. But I don't think it's the the last Kumite ever. I doubt that. He, they're too good of an event for him to to cut it. I think he's just trying to switch things up a little bit. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, well, I hope. Like, the way it sounded, it was like either they were shutting their doors. No, 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 no. No, they're they're doing great. They're doing awesome. So shout out to to our yeah, homies duh, over at Third Coast Grappling. Somebody wanted a job. Yeah. yeah, no, they're 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 killing it. Um, you know what was crazy this weekend though is uh, Craig Jones lost. Craig Jones lost that the uh, the makeup match for the um, unintended uh, tap end of the event that he did at uh, Submission Underground. Do you not know what I'm talking about? I don't really know. They, he had a match. I forget what the, the guy's name was. Uh, forgive me. Was uh, that, was this the one where he, he he went, ah? Yeah, that's the one where he grunted, and they're like, oh, that's a tap. So they they ran it back, and this time he, he lost it fair and square. But it it was more on the the points more than anything. Man, I wish I could find it super quick, but I can't. I also just got super duper hungry. Um, let me tell you right now. I mean, my apologies. I can't remember everybody's freaking name, right? So it is what it is. Uh, where are we? Oh, man. Oh, Mason Fowler. It was against Mason Fowler. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he wanted. How about we do this? Can I? Uh, can I throw that up there? I don't know. I'll throw this up there. So you see he had his back. And that one was a legit tap. And uh, he definitely got that tap. It wasn't What a was he tapping from? I think it was a neck crank, kind of. So you see he had his back. He had one over. I think, yeah, it was his back. He had, oh, oh, it was... Uh, yeah, it looks like he had a body triangle. He had the body triangle, and he just overextended his back i mean there's only so much you could do so yeah mason fowler definitely oh man oh that's a good win spinal lock that was the the boom came from whoever <laughs> was recording the screen on that one um i said that was my dog no i don't think pd has learned how to speak english just yet i think he's got a little while to go He's got the farts nailed down, though, that's for sure. Um, yeah, man. So I am I was stoked with King of Combat. I think there's already yeah. talks about bringing it back to December. We got BJJ Bet this weekend. Um, people are getting ready for, is it this weekend or next weekend, that um, the first IBJJF event is coming back in Texas. I think it's this weekend. Yeah, I think it's this weekend. You know what we should do every week? Write stuff down? We should find BJJ drama and talk about it. Oh, I'm sure that there's tons of drama. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, think the, I think most of the drama, like I think Gordon just started some more drama with somebody. Um, I don't, I think, you know what's funny is that so many people when it comes to jiu-jitsu when it, and drama, they... Lots of people talk shit behind everybody else's back, but then they try to do the whole holier than now, like oh we don't we don't get involved in that. Meanwhile, you and I know from actually speaking to people, 
that they talk the most amount of shit. It might as well be a soap opera. Jiu-Jitsu might as well be a soap opera with the amount of shit that people talk behind everybody else's back. And only a handful of people really have the balls to call everybody else out. Yeah, it's it's like I can I don't understand why there's so much in our sport. What do you mean? Shit talking? No drama. Like it's like cuz it's like high school. You you know that it's just everybody thinks everybody like they're better than everybody else like their shit don't stink. You know what though is I think because I'm I'm kind of isolated, you know. Oh, there's Temple. tons of people that talk shit about you. Well, no, well, I'm sure. Usually me. It's mostly just me. But what I'm saying is, is like, <laughs> it's just me. I talk shit. I don't about get you. to hear about the drama more or less unless I talk to you. Yeah. But it's because I am so removed from like, like Temple is like an isolated like bubble. bubble. It's a nice bubble. It's not like we're and not I mean, a part of the 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 scene, if you will. I let me rephrase how I say it. Because the situations that we're in right now are super duper positive. Excel, zero drama. Temple, zero drama. I can think of like a, a few other places that for me, as far as I know, that there's no drama. Everyone's going to have their own drama internally one way or another for sure. But the places that, that we associate ourselves with always seem to stray away from that. I think that there's bigger schools and bigger like gyms that love to make it look like they're above everybody else but have way more drama and not just gym to gym but even gym to event because i know i personally know and i have seen text messages of academies Pulling their weight by name, saying, if you don't fix this, then you'll never get anyone from our academy at your event ever again. I've seen it. I've seen it, like, firsthand. So, it's, And at some point, you just go, all right. I mean, I... Because you and I are the same, like, we're like, fuck you, I don't care. I'm, like, okay. we don't care. Because we just, It's like, there's okay, other, there's I'm happy other, for you. There's other people that don't compete. Other people that are that are are businessmen and women in the sport, they know that they're gonna need that pull in one way or another, which I disagree with. I think there's so many people that would happily fill in that gap. And if anything, you're probably gonna end up finding such talent that nobody knew existed because they don't go to some major gym, you know. I mean, there's tons of people, even who we saw like this weekend. There's people that that people don't realize that are amazing, talented grapplers that have potential to be big. They just need that platform. I'd like to talk about our drama. What's our drama? With other podcasts, but I don't want to give them a platform. Oh, did I you end up? Did you end up having a conversation? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. No. There's there's no drama with other podcasts because you know what the podcasts that we're cool with they know that we're cool with them and we we support people all the way through, but there's other podcasts, and not to toot our horn, but we've been fucking working at this for quite some time and we like to keep a a solid connection with everyone that support us. Literally from 
from sponsors down to individuals that have supported the podcast. There's people that I've known specifically through the podcast that I'd like message like, hey, how's it going? That are fans of the podcast that I didn't know them any other way. So we put in the work. We're not here for, for the quick buck. As much as we want to make money, we didn't make any money from doing what we did this weekend. No. Like and and to give you an idea, Herbert even came up to me and asked me how much would it cost to have you guys do the live streaming and stuff for and the commentating for the event. I'm like, I'm not gonna charge you. Like you're you're my brother. I'm not gonna charge you for that. Like I want to see you succeed. So I'm more than happy well, to yeah, go in there. You know, Speaking you know of which, you, you know when you can pay us when you're making money and more food. <laughs> Did you have some of that food? No. Oh, it was so fucking good. I made sure to steal as much rice get, and chicken. You didn't get any uh, pulled pork, though, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, they said it was gone. No, well, that I got it in the first break oh. that we had. Yeah, no, I ran to that pulled pork. I know exactly where it came from. It was so good. It was uh, PB Catering. It was so good. Um, I do want to sit there and give a big uh, thanks to uh, Brian, um, who manned the camera uh, the the whole time. And when he could have just sat and there and, Co- uh, and like, yeah, he definitely brought us some snack and stuff. He could have easily just showed up and hung out with everybody and not have done stuff. So a big, big thank you to, uh, to Brian, who's also my strength and conditioning coach. So if you need a strength and conditioning coach down here, hit him up. Um, and a uh, big congratulations to, to Gabe, um, our buddy, Gabe. It was his first full-on uh, fo- photo gig. And I he, know that kid since he was 16. Yeah, me too. Yeah, when he started... Um, yeah, when he's... St- well, I've known him before he started college. Right, maybe yeah. before he started college. Yeah. I've known him... Uh, he was 16 at Boca. ATT. Right, yeah. So, yeah, Gabe's getting old. Sucks. He's getting super old. He's more injured than we are. He's walking around, like, always hurting. But, actually, if you check out, uh, I want to say, like, probably 99% of the photos that you see from the event on either King of Combat or Fight TV from the King of Combat tournament uh, came from Gabe. So, it's cool. Yeah, great Um, pictures. Yeah, he did a a good job. So, he must have had a good teacher. Um, Man, I'm really looking forward to, to doing that again. I think we, uh, I think we did pretty good. Hope so. I mean, I wish we got feedback. Oh no, we, we got some feedback. A, a lot of people, a lot of people liked it. Uh, I had more feedback, obviously, after the event than during. Um, but I think when it's during, we were firing off the matches one after the other so quick that it's difficult for people to jump on and say something. Right. right. I think that if anything, I would probably just change that. I would just kind of almost slow down the pace. And I would definitely add more combat jujitsu matches. I think this event was a big learning uh, experience in that a lot of people talk shit that they think they're hot shit when uh, when it comes to their grappling game, but when it's time to literally put their money where their mouth is, it's not uh, it's not that shout, uh, real. Shout, speaking of, shout out to. Dylan Gordon, the hefty lefty. Yeah, what did he yell at us? What did he? He took the fight the night before at ten thirty at night. Right. Was fishing while that was happening. Right. And then stopped at Taco Bell on his way home. Stupid move, homie. 
Stupid move. But, yeah, he came in and he took the match. I mean, I think that's probably the best way to take a match. Last minute, you don't have time to think. Like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. But it was a super fight. He got a super fight. He wasn't part of the tournament. So he didn't have anything to lose anyway. It's just a match. It's like when you're talking about it costs $150 to get in, then that's different. Right, right, right. And it's like, that's what blows my mind. No, is, he was in the tournament. No. Yes. He did the super match. He did the super fight, didn't he? No, he was in the tournament. I think he lost to Danny Colazzo first match. You're right. He did compete against Danny Colazzo. Man, you lost 150 bucks on me. <laughs> like, listen, 150 bucks. I, w- I would do 150 bucks to try and go up against Danny. That'd be a fun match. He's good. He's a good kid, though, too. So it'd be it'd be fun to to go up against someone who's willing to to push the pace so like impressive. that. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is that he told me uh, other people were talking about he was the only person that when he came in to the gym he was all business. He was all business from the second he walked into the gym. There was headphones on, just focused, no bullshitting around, no shaking hands, no nothing. He came in for business. And then when I talked to him afterwards, I was like. Hey, I was like, man, awesome job. I thought it was great matches, whatever, whatever. I'm like, we kept on making the the comment of you can tell he's a student of Wagner Rocha. He's like, you know what's funny is Wagner called me up right before, and he said, you get in their motherfucking face. You get in their face every time. I don't know if he cursed or not. He probably cursed, but he, oh, whatever. He's like, you get in their fucking face. You like, It doesn't matter who it is. You get in their face. You stay aggressive the entire time. So like, yeah, that's what you have to do in those kinds of tournaments. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, he and he pushed the pace every the match time. Match between him and Yuri. If it if Yuri hadn't been in the tournament, I like I would say that the the fights would have gone Danny versus Chris Dempsey in the final. I think that's the way that it would have ended because I can't see anybody else that would have given. Danny as hard of a time as Yuri. And that match with Yuri was tough. That went for a long time. You know, it, like... It went for like 20 minutes. And you know who was way... Like, I was not expecting to be as dominating as he was, as he was, was uh, Samilia. Ricky Samilia? Yeah, Ricky did a... Ricky definitely put on a show. I think for sure he's probably hurting a little bit from trying to sneak out of the, the guillotines and the and everything. But he definitely pushed the pace. I was surprised at, like, his strength. Yeah. Like, I was really surprised. That, that wiry surfer strength. I don't know if he surfs. But, like, if you've, if you've ever rolled with a surfer, uh-huh. their whole body is, is a muscle and can work as one. Speaking of rolling with the surfer, you saw who's uh, back in the USADA test pool? Luke Rockhold. Oh, really? Yeah, he's back in the pool. I didn't know he retired. Yeah, that was the thing. He retired. After the last fight, he was technically retired, and now he's back. I think. I forget what weight class he said he was going to go into. That'd be fun to see. I mean, I've always been a fan of of Rockhold. I'm starting to think, like, a lot of these guys that were good they were like the first generation of fighters mm. to come up knowing everything yeah but the the fighters that are now the best fighters on the planet mm. 
have got what they've got plus. Like, like. Well, they got all the experience based off of what they, like, their previous. Right, at what they built did. up that generation. So it was like, there's been, like, I'd say there was, like, maybe, like, four generations of MMA fighters. Uh, like, you have the first generation, which is, like, the Hoist Gracies, the Ken Shamrocks. Mm. Then you have, to me, a second generation, which is, like, Tito's and the uh, Iceman's. Uh, Shogun, Vanderlei. Shogun, Vanderlei. That's like the second mm-hmm. wave. Third wave is like, um, you know, DC, John Jones. Uh, right. And then you got the Connors and the. Yeah, they're they're kind of Uriah Halls the, and all the that. Connors and the Uriah Halls are the bridge to the people who are like there now that are like the Sugar Shane. The sh- like the sh- like. Sugar Sean. Right. Um, though he got beat. I don't know what happened. He, um, I don't know if it was I the think calf it, kick. I think it was the calf kick, like just shut down his ankles and like it kind of snapped. Cause he's, he's kind of, he's kind of delicate down there, you know, like, his or he's skinny. He's skinny. a skinny dude. But like, not even him, but like, um, like, uh, what's his name? Like Calvin Cater and, uh, yeah. Maybe not him so much, but like, there's a lot of these guys that are now like, They've been doing this for a long time and at a high level, like doing everything good, not just one aspect of, of right. MMA. Well, uh, it's no longer a, a specialty of whether you were a wrestler that built striking or a grappler that built uh, striking, like a jiu-jitsu guy that got some striking, or maybe you were just the Muay Thai striking guy that started getting jiu-jitsu and wrestling. Like now, it's everybody is all rounded as much as possible, and you still get guys that are specialists. Like, um, man, I'm trying to think of like how many people the the you can think of, but I mean, you get like Zabit, you get the the what's the the new guy, the one that fought like two weeks in a row. Oh yeah, like he just got his like blue belt. By the way, have you seen uh, two fifty four? I have no clue what you're talking UFC about. UFC 254, the card? No. Pull it up. I saw that uh, Glover's out of the, the fight because he tested positive for uh, the COVID. USC. Overing versus Sakai is going to no, be pretty two. good. No, UFC 254. Uh, 253. Nope, 254. 253 is going to be good. 254 is going to blow it away. It doesn't go up that high. Yes, it does. Put in put in two fifty four there. I saw that Gilbert's gonna be fighting tomorrow in December. USC two fifty four. Khabib against Gaethje. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. Um, Volkov against Walt Harris. Whitaker against Jared Cannonier, which it'll be just Robert Whitaker winning that one. Zabit against Yair. That's gonna be a good one. Cynthia Cavillo versus Lauren Murphy. Umar Nurmagomedov versus Sergey Morozov. Rafael Dos Anjos against Islam uh, Makachev. That's going to be a good fight. Um, and the last one is the co-main event they just added. Daun Jung versus Sam Alvey and Tony Ferguson against Dustin Poirier. That's going to be the co-main. It just got signed. So you got Khabib main event. You got Poirier and Ferguson co-main. You got Zabit. Uh, Yair, 
Like this is gonna this is a stacked card. Um I don't know if I would say stacked, what? but it's a pretty good card. What? I don't think it's a stacked How card. How are you gonna undersell that? That is a stacked card. Cause like Volkov against Walt Harris doesn't excite me. Like Jared Cannonier is not he's, gonna. He's been on a tear. Yeah, but I think Whitaker still takes him. Zabit'll be a good fight. Zabit versus Yair. see like Zabit against Jair that's a should main event. be a, that's a yeah. It's a main event if not a co-main event. But not on a pay-per-view. Yeah. But it's a fight night. No, event. for sure they could be a pay-per-view. I see. That's the thing. Like it's guys like that Poirier, that I think Poirier and Ferguson is a main event. Yeah. Or a pay-per-view. I just think that you got to give these two. I I bet you that there's a beat fight is going to be more exciting than the Tony Ferguson against Dustin fight. That's what I say. Um, But if we go back, let me go back because now I want to see a 253. Oh, man, I'm going to sneeze like crazy. Uh, Give me 253. Like Adesanya against Paulo Costa. Reyes against Blackowitz. Yeah. Claudia goes, what? What are you? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're only fighting for the vacant title. Yeah. No, yeah, but what I'm saying is, is meh. Black, Blackowitz is, is, is uh, he's a, a truck or he's a punching bag sometimes. Uh, Dominic Reyes. What is, are you talking about? What are you talking about? He's lost one fight since 2017. To who? To Tiago Santos, who also fought for the for the title. Right, right. He beat Luke Rockhold, Jacare, Corey Anderson when Corey Anderson was going on the tear. Like Jimmy Manoa is like whatever, right? Jimmy Manoa lost his chin a while ago. Like the last big loss other than Tiago Santos was Patrick Cummings. And then Gustafson, and that was like 2016 when Gustafson was still had a little bit left in him. So I mean, I I I see where you're coming from, but I don't agree with it. Um, and then Dominic Reyes comes coming off a loss. You got um, Hakim Dawudo against Zubaira Tukugov. That's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, it's not Sanchez against Jake Matthews. Whatever. I really kind of lost my urge to watch Diego Sanchez. Like, that's eh, not. It's not it's an amazing near card. Two fifty four. No, for sure. But I think you you know what's happening now. I think they're kind of starting to tap the well dry because they're trying to get the cards out there and they're so everyone's so i mean you can only get the guys from the u.s really you know so it, it they're starting to tap the well dry here you got colby covington against tyrone woodley which that's gonna be fun what is that on uh that's two weeks from now uh ufc fight night mckenzie dern against randa marcos which oh, Man, that's going to be an easy night again for McKenzie. I don't know. Ronda Marcos is tough. 10, 9, and 1. She ain't that no, but, tough. No, no, but she is a tough, like, you can be a as, tough girl. You can be as tough as you want. You still get Who's, choked what's out. The sec- what's the other fight? The Which second one? fight? This one? Yeah. Shamil Abdurakimov against Cyril Gain. Which, is that Rakimov? Is that the guy that, that just fought, like, Two weeks in a row? No, I don't think it's him. Uh, that's, uh, I'll tell you, it's like something with a CH. Like, this one will be good. Like, Overeem against Sakai, that's going to be a good one. OSP, kind of over OSP against Alonzo Menfield. I think they're trying to feed OSP to Alonzo. 
Sajara Eubanks, who's been doing really good against Carol Rosa, who's also been doing good. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things I think, like, they can't even go that far ahead because you never know what's going to happen. But, I mean, it won't matter once we get the the vaccine in two weeks. I, th- <laughs> I think Gagey has got the best chance of beating uh, Khabib more than anybody else. For sure. I think it's the train wreck that, that you would need to have to stop the finesse of Khabib. Well, they bo- they're the same fighter. They both come forward no matter what. Well, I also think that I'm trying to think who other, who else did Khabib fight that had close to his high level of wrestling? Because uh, it's not Tony. One, it, no, it was uh, the uh, the kid from Long Island. Took him the distance. Took him to the distance. Um, I'll tell you right now. Let's see. You know what I didn't know? I didn't know that Brian Ortega changed uh, gyms. I didn't, I didn't know. I thought he fought out of his garage. No, I don't think so. Uh, let's see, Khabib. MJ. Oh, Ally Aquinta. Ally Aquinta. Yeah. Pat Healy, uh, Gleason Tebow. Gleason was a tough one. Gleason, yeah, Gleason, uh, Gleason took him pretty far. But see, here's the thing, man. With Gaethje, Gaethje almost got taken out by, um, what's his face, friend of ours. Um, oh my gosh, can't believe I can't remember his name. Um, trained uh, at the Black Zillions. He took him on like a one week, two week notice. Freaking A. I'll tell you right now. Um, yeah, Luis Firmino, right? Yeah. Buscape. Buscape. Yeah, Buscape took him on like a, a one-week notice and almost like took Jay-Z him out. He too. Yeah, he almost took him out. So. Yeah, but that was before Gaethje. Like, after Gaethje found his legs in the UFC. Yeah, once he got his his role, he was kind of, he was kind of good. Um. Who did he lose to right in the beginning? He lost to. He lost to Eddie Alvarez and lost to Dustin Poirier. But man, like if you look at it, like from his first fight, KO, TKO, TKO, decision, submission, KO, TKO, 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 KO, TKO. Like man, he has been crushing it. So it it's the closest of a real real challenge that uh, that Khabib is gonna get. But it'll be good, man. So all right, like I think it's a better matchup than Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's also kind of like I'm I'm over trying to hear Khabib against Tony Ferguson. That that's that ship sailed like four years ago. All right. Why don't we do this to to cap it off for the night? Let's get some uh some calls for the matches coming up for BJJ bet this weekend. Um Marigali against Leandro Lowe. Uh I'm gonna go low. Low? I'm going to go Mirigali. I think uh, Mirigali's got the, he's got the, the chutzpah. The guy with the He's a big kid, too. Yeah. Santos against uh, Pena. Pena. Yeah. I think we agree on that one. Uh, old school. Braga against Barbosa. I'll take whoever you're not taking. Um, I'll take Braga. Okay. I was going to go with Barbosa anyway. So that works out. 
Shanja Ribeiro against Wagner Rocha. Oh, that's the hard one. I'm going Wagner. I am going Wagner. I'm uh, I'm on hashtag Team Wagner. Well, it's not that I'm not on hashtag Team Wagner. If we're talking, sounds like you're not on hashtag Team Wagner. No, I like it's like. Are I'm you not on hashtag on, Team Wagner? Right uh, I'm a fan of the man, and I'm a fan of his jujitsu, and I think he's a great. But Jean de Rivera is an incredible jujitsu so, practitioner. So you're not on hashtag Team Wagner right now. I just want you to say it out of your donkey lips. You're not on hashtag hashtag Team Wagner right now. I can't go against John D. I can't. <laughs> say it. I want you to say the words. I'm not saying the words, but I can't go against John D. So you're you're going with I'll, with Jean D. I'll go with John D. Just because I can't go against him. Guy's That's, a legend. All right. So is Wagner, but I mean, you know. Yeah, but when it it's, Gregor Grace against Sasaki Bayense. I'll go Gregor. I think I'll go with you on this one. No? Yeah. You know what? For the hell of it, I'll go with Isaac. Because it's not a a uh, it's not a, a Gracie event, so it'll be fine. Cyborg against Kanan. Uh, oh, that's a hard one. I'm going to go with is, Cyborg. Is Cyborg going to big brother him? I don't know if he can very big brother Kanan as much, but I'm definitely going on with Cyborg on this one. I think, um, cause you know what? I haven't seen anything about the rules, so I don't know what the rule set is. I'm assuming it's IBJJF style rules. If that's the case, I would give it still to Cyborg just because yeah, he can I'm play go the Cyborg. rule. I'm going Cyborg. I just wanted to talk it out for a second. Okay. So I think uh, I think it'll be pretty good. So if you guys want to check it out, uh, BJJBet.com. They're not sponsoring us. I don't think they even know who we are. But uh, you know, I'm out here to try to support the jujitsu. Jujitsu. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's it for us. Make sure you follow the podcast. Hit the subscribe button and the notification button. Also, we're all over the place: Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, SoundCloud. Google Podcasts, uh, man, we're at Stitcher, a bunch of other places. We're on Spotify? We're on Spotify. I said that was the first one, Spotify. Yeah, yeah we're, we're on Spotify. We were on Spotify before Rogan was on Spotify. Rogan's Johnny Kamala. So, you know, you're welcome, bro. We, we paved the way for you, Joe. Well, technically, that's 10% you owe us. So, of $100 million. So, what's that? $10 Ten? Million. Oh, I could do so much cocaine with $10 million. No, I mean, I could do so much with $10 million. <laughs> No, see, why did I mention cocaine? Your dog comes running up with his white nose here. Right, Petey buddy. Um, don't forget to to uh, check out all our sponsors: Choke Aloha, Giraffe Choke, and Jujitsu Soap Coast. Thank you so much for all the support, and we are out. You can't <laughs>